Welcome to the Fantasy NASCAR Podcast. We will continue our Dungeon Series. So please, uh, bear with me. I apologize for the less than spectacular audio quality. We're getting ready for the Richmond Truck Race. I'm looking at IRP. You may disagree with me. You might want to look at Gateway if we have time in this podcast. We can jump back and look at Gateway. The problem with Gateway, one, the long straight stretches lend it to being more of a power intermediate track, although I do like the flat banking a little bit better at Gateway in comparison to Richmond than the banking at IRP. But IRP is much more of a short track. We'll talk more about that in a second. But number two, reason why I don't like looking at the 2022 Gateway. Too many good trucks wrecked in that Gateway race. A little bit too much carnage and chaos. So it's not really the best reference point. Don't completely throw it out. But for a podcast, if you were going to record one, or if you wanted to narrow it down to one race that you want to look at in particular, for me, IRP or Lucas Oil Raceway Park is A, the most recent truck series race. B, it's a short track. It's not perfect because of a slightly progressive banking that it has. But even with its progressive banking, it still is pretty flat. So instead of wrapping the bottom, which they will do at Richmond, they're going to run up near the wall in one and two and in three and four, but even in three and four, you can kind of run in the middle of IRP. So, yeah, we're not wrapping the bottom, but some drivers at IRP will diamond one and two. So you kind of wrap inside, wrap the line in one and exit out two, just depending on how you approach it. Again, 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 it's not perfect. But if I had to look for a race that was going to give me an idea of who's going to set up well for the short track, in Richmond. Who's going to be fast at the short flat track in Richmond? Who do I expect to unload fast to run well in the race and in practice at the short flat track in Richmond Saturday night? Well, I'm going to look at that Friday night IRP race that was just a couple weeks ago. I really expect to see Ty Majeski uh, pop off again. Right, Ty Majeski, this is what he does. Short tracks, Late model racing. You put him in the best equipment that he's ever been in, and you're starting to see not necessarily the results, but he's putting together some pretty strong races. You saw that at IRP. You saw Grant Enfinger looking really sporty. His numbers probably should have been better than what they were. He wins the race. But for my money watching that IRP, he had the best truck. Very hard to pass. Big surprise, right? Big surprise. It's hard to pass at short tracks. But he was actually able to get it done. Watch the race over. It's a really fun race to watch. Uh, you might have watched it that Friday night. If you watched that and you watched the, the ARCA race that night, you're just going full-blown race car mayhem. It's a good race. Watch it again. Speed it up. Good racing. Great battling up front. You're seeing Infinger battling Josefer. You're seeing Infinger battling uh, Majeski. Some re- you're, you're seeing at the very beginning, right when they dropped the green flag, after winning the ARCA race, you've got Chandler Smith battling with John Hernivacek. Now, they can't make the pass. We ultimately will see Grant Infinger later in the race pull off some of these passes, which is pretty impressive. I expect to see him again. I expect to see John Hunter Nemechek again. And we'll go through the lap by lap. 
to completely recap and understand that race and help you make better picks for this Richmond race. But I, 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 I'm looking at that race. I'm looking at the top performers. There it is. Here are the guys. Uh, here are the notes down here. You can read some of the program notes. I didn't write handwritten notes for this race. I apologize. What you going to do? Uh, Ty Majeski was great. Zan Smith. He benefits from some of these hogs running into issues late in the race. Chandler Smith has an issue mid-race. Uh, it's his own fault. John Hunter Nemechek going full John Hunter Nemechek. So that opens the door for Zane Smith to be a place differential guy. Not good in practice, but it's Zane Smith. It's a strong front row truck. They eventually work their way up. He benefits from a differing tire strategy at the end. He also benefits from an extra caution at the end. It works out for him. So it's a little inflated. i, I got to say it's a little inflated. He wasn't bad, but A, a lot of things had to work out for Smith. John Hunter had to run into some issues. Chandler Smith had to run into some issues. Um, and he really needed those extra cautions at the end. Wasn't bad by any means. He ended up in the finals tally. But, I mean, if I was to look at the top of my list and say, who are going to be the top performers at this short, flat track? Hey, if it was an intermediate track, give me all the Zane Smith. He was great at Nashville. If this was just your regular old intermediate track, give me the front row motorsports. Give me the uh, Gillen-type trucks, David Gillen trucks. No problem. But at the short, flat track... Smith would be below Majeski. He would be below Enfinger. He would be below John Hunter Nemechek. He would be below Ben Rhodes. He would be below Chandler Smith on my list. Four guys that are going to lead laps and run fast laps. I have not seen the entry list. I don't know if we got – I'm pretty sure Kyle Busch is not jumping down. I don't know who's going to be in that extra truck. Probably Corey Heim. Corey Heim was decent in this race. I would consider him, but – I also like when Heim gets extra laps at a racetrack in the ARCA series. ARCA is not going to be at Richmond. I think that hurts Heim to only have one short practice session to get the thing dialed in. Marty Lindley will be his crew chief. Lindley is pretty good previous uh, short track guy. But Lindley spent years in the ARCA series. And ARCA, for my understanding, I don't hold me to this. I could be absolutely wrong. But I'm not certain that Lindley in the Arca Series was setting up or cars a lot at Richmond. I could be wrong on that, so you're going to want to double-check it. Uh, last year, 2021, and we can go through. Why don't you look at last year's race? I could, but last year you got a Richmond race with no practice. You've got different teams that were on top. It was a Kyle Busch, John Hunter Nemechek type race. And John Hunter Nemechek was good at IRP, and John Hunter Nemechek – and his uncle, Eric Phillips, will probably set up and be fast right away. But without Kyle Busch being in the truck, I don't know for sure that Marty Lindley is going to set up and be fast right away. Nemechek was faster. He won that race. Kyle Busch was clearly number two. So if Kyle Busch couldn't win in a Lindley truck last year, no practices for anybody, then a lower driver with less experience, I'm not expecting them to beat Nemechek, right? If Bush couldn't beat Nemechek, then whoever they put in there is not going to beat Nemechek. And I don't even know if Nemechek's going to be the guy to beat. I like anything. I like Majeski. I like Ben Rhodes in their unconventional strategies. Uh, that's probably about all that I like. All right. And then, as you know, like the, 
The guys that round out these optimal lineups, it's always just whatevers. Even though Tyler Ankrum running really well. Put Ankrum, is Ankrum finally figuring things out? We'll see. Let's look at the laps at IRP. And if we have time in this fantasy NASCAR podcast, then we'll go through just for giggles. We'll possibly look at last year's race results or lap by lap for the Richmond race. You're looking at the fantasy NASCAR spreadsheet brought to you by RaceForThePrize.com. If you go to RaceForThePrize.com, you click on the red box in the top right where it says Brandon Cruz DFS. That'll take you to the Patreon and at Patreon.com slash Brandon Cruz DFS. That is where you can decide to say thank you to me and Brandon for working together and providing tons of content to help you build fantasy NASCAR lines for the Truck Series, the Xfinity Series, the Cup Series, and even for F1. You can say thank you and subscribe. There is no forever commitment. Maybe you just try it out for a month. Maybe you just say thank you once and then you cancel at the end of the month. But if you say thank you once at raceforthepride.com or patreon.com slash Brandon Cruz DFS, you're going to get access to all these different spreadsheets and data points and lap by lap. All right, let's get into it, Richmond. Truck race. Let's just follow the runs and see who does what. As I already mentioned, Granny and Finger, uh, for my money, was the best driver. Did he score the most fantasy points? No, but it was incredibly hard to pass the leader. Track position is going to be a big deal, folks. Track position is going to be a big deal at IRP. Track position is going to be a big deal at Richmond. John Henry Emichek, first run. During this first run, Chandler Smith is all over him, aggressively all over him. Remember, this is just hours after Chandler Smith won the ARCA IRP race for the second time. I believe he won in 2020, Now he and then he won again in 2022. I'm not sure that he ran this race last year. I don't know if they had this race last year in the ARCA series. Either way, he looks sporty, but hey, Nemechek was holding him off, doing well. Grant Enfinger right here grabs two spots. He looks pretty good. Hosever aggressive. Now, that's one thing that I want to make note of. I should have mentioned Hosever earlier. Very aggressive drivers can get spots that other drivers cannot get at short tracks. And is Nemechek aggressive? Yes. That's going to be an advantage, and it will be a detriment to him because Nemechek not only wrecks once, which is a Nema wreck. If anyone is familiar with Daily Fantasy NASCAR over the years, you know what a Nema wreck is. It's that harmless spin that only John Hunter Nemechek gets away with that often benefit him. And this one, yet again, classic Nema wreck at the end of Stage 2 benefits him and things work out. Used to happen in the Cup Series all the time, just spin out like, oh, well, it looks like uh, you're not going to go a lap down after all. Good for you. Wait, was that intentional? Now, this wreck in IRP, it wasn't intentional. It was a bonehead, stupid move by Nemechek. We'll get to that. Not really surprising there. But bonehead, stupid moves are what you would expect from aggressive drivers. And if you want to score hog points, that's fast laps and laps led at a short track, then you got to be aggressive or be willing to make stupid bonehead moves. And when we're talking about stupid bonehead moves, we know those guys. We know those guys in the truck series. Sheldon Creed used to be in a lot of optimal lineups, and he also used to DNF and kill a lot of lineups because he was aggressive. 
Grant Infinger is another one of those drivers. Carson Hosefer is another one of those drivers, and he'll have a bonehead stupid moment. And you know how much of a bonehead stupid moment that was in his last IRP race, or basically his last race? It's that he's pretty much gone radio silence on Twitter. Mr. Hat Guy himself trying to work the social media to create a career, go to his Twitter. He ain't talking much lately. And why ain't he talking much lately? Because his last tweet, he's getting hammered by the fans because of his not just bonehead aggressive stupid move. He was a jerk. He dumped Colby Howard in the top ten. Colby Howard passes him. Hey, Colby Howard got a little into him because he's making a pass. Just a regular racing deal. Soon as Colby Howard passes him, this is the end of the freaking race. Hosever on the straight stretch turns left and sends Howard into the wall. And you know it's bad when immediately Michael Waltrip says, that's dirty. Like Michael Waltrip defends anyone. Michael Waltrip, circa 1939, would probably defend Hitler. You know, I don't know for sure if he's a bad guy, guys. I mean, that's Michael Waltrip for you. Michael Waltrip, they just dropped bombs on Pearl Harbor. You know, Emperor, you know, Emperor Tojo. I don't know. Come on, man. They're just a little bit mad about the oil situation. They just don't like blockades, man. Not Emperor Tojo. General Tojo. I don't care remember the emperor's name. But that's but in this case, Waltrip Parsons immediately, that was dirty. They, you know, and they tried to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. And they called it out. That's not bonehead. Anyway, how's that helping me? Well, I mean, actually, that is helping you because Hosever's got one coming. If Colby Howard is anywhere near Carson Hosever. And guess what, Hosever? Ain't nobody care that you're in the playoffs. You made a huge mistake. You don't do that stuff in the playoffs. Kobe Howard will put you in the wall, and you are going to get eliminated from the playoffs. Richmond is a perfect place to get payback. It's coming. I look. I don't want to be conspiratorial and putting on. And also, I want to. If I offended anybody with the Michael Waltrip defending Hitler, whatever. Who cares? Michael Waltrip can. Sue me for defaming him. I don't care. Anyway, back to this is not conspiratorial. This is not tinfoil hat. I would legitimately be concerned. On Saturday afternoon, we watch practice at three. It's an awesome schedule. I like this schedule for the upcoming Richmond race. We've got a practice at three, then you got a cup practice right after it, and then like seven or eight o'clock, we've got a truck race Saturday night at Richmond. Very cool. Sunday afternoon, Richmond. Stupid idea for a cup race, but hey, whatever. Anyway. Excited about Saturday, but on that Saturday, amidst that excitement, I would be concerned. Hosfer's going into the wall. I really am concerned. Before I click that button to roster him, hey, he's aggressive and he can lead laps and run fast laps, and I like that. But man, his time is coming. Okay, first run. Really no surprises here. These are all the cars that you expect. Everybody's running where they should run. We get a quick caution. You got like a bunch of Ray Umrex at the beginning of this race. Pretty much everybody in the same spot here. Grant Hanfinger loses a couple spots. We got Jay, John Hunter, Nima Chick, Chandler Smith up here battling. Some of the guys are moving up a little bit. Carson Hosefer's moving up a little bit. We get another caution. 
not really any big changes. I don't really need to sort it. Here's the end of the stage. Let's see how things shape up real quick. Stage one here, other than a couple Rayum wrecks, Rayum related wrecks. We got Nemechek win, Smith, Hosever, Stuart Friesen, Infinger Rhodes, Heim, Majeski. All right. All those cars pretty close. Zane Smith has worked his way up to ninth. That's pretty impressive, right? Guy started pretty far back in the field. That's pretty good. I probably should give a little bit more credit to Zane Smith. Eckes is never really in the show that much, which is kind of surprising. He had a lot of experience at IRP. Actually, though, a lot of these guys had a lot of ARCA experience at our IRP. If you were using the spreadsheet that weekend, you're going through all the ARCA data they had some really good battles of young up-and-coming drivers at previous IRP ARCA races. Pretty, pretty exciting stuff. And maybe, you know, <clears throat> last couple weekends ago, those drivers that we saw in the ARCA race will go on to something big. Probably not. Maybe Sammy Smith. Maybe Sammy Smith. Was Sammy Smith in that race? I think it was. Okay. So on pit road, we have a change. And we see Nemechek loses some spots. Chandler Smith, Carson Hosever are going to line up on front. And Hosever is going to take the lead. Quick caution. We're going to run it back. Let's zoom to this caution. And Hosever is going to lead most of this section. I think if not all, and just really hard time passing the leader. And I think who's the one guy that is able to pass the leader? You guessed it, Grant Enfinger. So we re-rack him. Chandler Smith, really not that good on this run. He was right. He was all over. John Hunter Nemechek, the first round, all over him. And then falls back, and Enfinger gets around him. And so then, for basically 15, 20 laps, Infinger is all over Hosever, working him, diamonding corners, side drafting, over and over. And it's not really a traffic thing. He just finally is able to get clear of Carson Hosever, give Hosever a ton of credit, battling with Infinger. Not easy to do. But, you know, you've got two aggressive drivers. That's exactly the battle that you want to see. No one's backing down. Really great racing uh, throughout this battle. So uh, Chandler Smith and John Hunter Nemechek had kind of fallen back a little bit. I want to say John Hunter Nemechek. Yeah, so Nemechek's right there too. Nemechek and you know, I'll explain that in a second. Great battling here has opened the door for Chandler Smith and John Hunter Nemechek. They weren't really too far behind. But this constant battling right here towards the end really closed it. I mean, we got four cars at a short track running right by each other. Great racing. We could see that again at Richmond, although Richmond's not quite as wide, but you could see it happening. Um, and then ultimately, when they make this pass, Smith and Nemechek are battling, and Nemechek Finally, they do come up on lap traffic, which is Chris Wright. And Chris Wright doing nothing wrong. 
But Nemechek pulls this wild move of trying to go clip the grass, go underneath Chris Wright. Doesn't work. He slams into Chris Wright a little bit, but ultimately that's where you get the Nemarek. He spins, and somehow no one on this short track runs into him. It's so close, no one hits him. Pretty amazing. And this happens right before the end of the stage. He stays on the lead lap, and everyone ends up taking tires. Now, some guys stay out here. Most people take tires. Chandler Smith decides, I'm going to stay out. And uh, Ben Rhodes as well. And it doesn't work out for either one of them. But it actually is worse for Chandler Smith. The clean tires of Ty Majeski ultimately prevail. And I think what Grant Enfinger gets up to second. He pit as well. We'll sort it right here. But the bigger sorts, let's just see who sorts out. Again, these are some of the names that you want to be focusing on. There's Majeski, clean tires. Now, there's some cars with worse tires. Majeski was in that conversation. But early in the race, it was John Hunter Nemechek. But that was because he had track position. Grant Enfinger, and then it was Carson Hosever. But that's because he had a good restart and gained spots on pit road. Okay? Grant Enfinger was really the only one that we could say that he had a very strong... Look, Nemechek was strong, but he had clean air. He didn't pass to take the lead back. Hosever had a strong car. He got the lead mainly through pit road, and then he got passed by a faster car. Still pretty good. Enfinger the best. Majeski gets the lead. How does he get? And he's going to lead a bunch of laps. He scored the most fantasy points. But remember, he gets four tires. He starts fifth, and you got slower cars in front of you. It's just one of those random circumstances of, well, who ends up in the best spot at the right time and just guesses this – you know, a lot of this is just determined by who do you line up behind, where do the slower cars go on the track, do you have a better drive-off, and it works out for Majeski. And it works out pretty well for Grand Infinger as well. They finish one and two. Rhodes hangs on to finish third. Probably not the best decision for him. It could have been worse. Hosever gets tires. Unfortunately, he finishes fourth, still in this race. Zane Smith now up to fifth. He stays out. Uh, the bigger story here is with Chandler Smith and Zane Smith. Chandler Smith right here. Uh, Zane Smith clips him, puts Chandler Smith in the wall. And that's just going to knock all the speed out of Smith's car, and he will never recover. Went from a guy on that first run was all over Jonathan Nemechek. On that right before the caution, he was right there with Finger. Decides to stay out, gets contact. That's that. Colby Howard running well. All right. Let me get some series of cautions. I'm not really. We'll just sort them out. Let's just see the top ten. And I could expect a lot of cautions in this Richmond race. Kyle Busch famously remarked, famously, I don't know if you could be famous about it, but interestingly, he remarked in last year's Richmond race, Bush said, man, they're wrecking more here than they were at the dirt track a couple weeks ago. And remember that 2021 dirt track race was uh, nothing short of a disaster. And for Bush to say they're wrecking more at this one than they were a couple weeks ago gives you an idea of how ridiculous that Richmond race was. 
Now, given they didn't have any practice going into the 2021 Richmond race, and many of the truck series drivers are inexperienced, and they'll have practice this time, but how much practice is really going to uh, make up for that? Like, How comfortable are they really going to be? Not that comfortable. One very small practice. And these truck series, well, I don't want to say they used to get two. I mean, during the height of DFS NASCAR trucks, we at least got two practices. And then a lot of times it was just one practice, but it was a real one long legitimate practice. Now you get the teeny little, like, come on, give these guys some more time on the track. But if you're not going to give them more time on the track, where it's barely more than a shakedown for some of these guys, if it were a wreck fest last year and we're getting these wrecks at IRP, I would expect that we're going to get more wrecks here. All right, so you're one, two, three, pretty much staying the same. You got freezing, mixing it up. It kind of fades at the end. Mimacek back in the mix. Hosever holding strong. He's right there. Not the best car. Probably not going to make much movement. Remember, he benefited from He had a top five car. Got a good pit stop, aggressive restart, clean air, looked good, but Enfinger was faster. I would argue that Nemechek was faster than Hosever. Chandler Smith was faster than Hosever. There's Heim in the uh, 51 truck up there. Ankrum looking good. Tanner Gray is looking good. I believe Taylor Gray will sneak into the picture. Colby Howard, that Krause car, it's it's amazing that the, the Colby Howard might be better than Derek Krause. Some weeks. Now, it's not Krause car. It's, uh, oh, hell, what's the name of that racing team that used to be in K&N West Series? Oh, McNally, Bill McAnally. They're looking good. Ben Rhodes bouncing back up after he had to cycle to the back because he pit under the stage break, but he's back to the top 10. Eck is really doing a whole lot of nothing. Matt Crafton could complain. They just, the car was way too loose. He had problems. DeBenedetta running his normal spot. Taylor Gray. You know, a Gildan car in the top 15 is about where you expect. And then these guys are just these guys. You can go through the data whatever you want. As I mentioned before, Chandler Smith, his race is pretty much bleh. I guess a little bit of a disappointing race for Johnny Sauter. Short flat tracks, you expect him to run well. But also Chandler Smith, you just don't expect anything from him. Zane Smith had to pit. So he's in the back. Remember, and he probably had to pit uh, for a little bit longer because of the excess damage. So... Excess damage, just damage, period. Okay, let's keep it rolling. Give you an idea of the driving, the racing. We get another quick caution. And then we get a pretty long run here. Let me zoom it out. Two before the caution. All right. And we'll just go along and do a little ride along. So, Infinger is ultimately going to take the lead because I zoomed it out. But you can see Majeski holding off, and he, he checks out from Infinger. Right here at the beginning of the run, really tight battling, really strong restarts by Infinger, but also really strong defensive restarts by Majeski, battling it out. Eventually, he clears him and kind of checks out. You got Nemechek running up there. Rhodes is now in the picture, freezing. Hanging in there. You don't hear much about freezing at all in this race, but there he is consistently in the top five. I need to give him credit. I need to put freezing on my Richmond radar. He was never in that Majeski, Nemechek, Infinger crowd, but he was right there. He's one pit stall away. You know, one quicker pit stop or one better restart. It could have been him. 
I'm not doing terrible. We see Taylor Gray really come to life here. Now it looks like Taylor Gray probably took some tires right there, and Zane Smith took some tires. And that's going to be the big reason why they'll make a big run. So on the longest run of the race, these guys are all on their original set of tires. They did not want to give up their track position. Taylor Gray, he's running 16th. Let's gamble. Zane Smith, 21st after his issue, says, hey, let's gamble. Let's see what we can do. That's going to be a huge advantage for them to climb their way through the field. Hosever just drops. Slowly loses, goes in the wrong direction. Ankrum, look, staying there, sticking with it, having a pretty solid race. Up front, it's who you'd expect. Eventually, on the long run, Enfinger gets another guy. Impressive, amazing. Like I said, Majeski had checked out, but then Majeski complains of getting a little bit tight. He is dealing with traffic, but ultimately, Enfinger passes him because Enfinger is fast. I'm no Enfinger fan, by the way. If this sounds like I'm some sort of Enfinger apologist, or super fan. I'm not. I'm not really a fan of the guy whatsoever. He just had it that day, and I would expect him to have it again to Richmond. It's a GMS truck, by the way. That's a Thor Sport truck. Nemechek is in a Kyle Busch truck. Uh, I can't remember who brings out the caution here. I imagine it's probably just another one of these randos. I can't remember. Oh, no. No, not a rando. That was the big one. So here it is on lap 190. That's where Colby Howard passes Carson Hosever, and Carson Hosever just turns him. So that brings out, you know, with like eight laps to go, the caution. That changes everything. So familiarize yourself with the top ten. Jenna Smith kind of worked his way up, uh, but obviously not going to do much there. And then we get a situation where, John Hunter Nemechek says, I'm going to stay out. And if we can get enough guys to stay out, and it's only like five, six laps to the three laps to the finish, and if enough guys stay out, I can win. He stays out. Taylor Gray stays out. Hosever stays out. Saint Smith, Benedetto. So actually, a lot of guys stay out, and it might work. It played out just like John Hunter Nemechek would want. Perfect. Except for the fact that Taylor Gray with fresher tires, because John Hunter Nemechek stayed out on ancient tires. Taylor Gray had at least gotten tires under the last pit cycle. Zane Smith had at least gotten tires under the last pit cycle. These are ancient tires. So it is no surprise that Taylor Gray beats him on the restart. And pressure's on Jenner Nemechek. So Nemechek, once again, aggressive, bonehead, stupid, tries to take a spot that isn't his and completely turns and wrecks Taylor Gray. That race was Taylor Gray's. He was going to win that race. Jonathan Nemechek probably didn't have a shot. But everything was going to line up perfectly for Gray because enough guys in old tires stayed out. And these guys that hit pit road... They were pretty far back. Look how far back Majeski and Enfinger are. It was going to be very hard for them to catch. This could very much and very well and very likely be the scenario at Richmond where we see surprises at the end because we get a late race caution and it comes down to who's going to pit, who's not going to pit. This could have upset the apple cart and created a pretty random lineup. It still did. So there it is. Taylor Gray's race gets ruined by John Hunter Nemechek. Thanks a lot. He'll stay out again because it's like, well, whatever at this point. 
if I pit, I'm going to go back to 20th, and, you know, it's not going to work out for me. And then you're going to have all these guys with fresh tires at the front. So we run a restart again. Nemechek has no shot. Nemechek's just going to drop like a rock on old tires because an anchor's going to drop as well. But Smith's got slightly newer tires. Infinger has brand new tires. Lane Riggs has played the game pretty well, and everything has cycled out pretty well for him. DiBenedetto has played the game well, and things have cycled out well for him, although both these guys are going to drop to a degree. Ben Rhodes going to boost himself up on the fresh tires. He was not really a top-five driver, but, you know, Nemechek has issues. Zane Smith, or Nemechek has issues. Tender Smith has issues. And so Rhodes, you know, he's going to slide forward. And he's got fresh tires at the end. Majeski just doesn't work out for him at the end. Bad restarts. I'd have to look and see specifically what happened at the restarts. He wasn't going to win, right? He got passed at this point. He didn't deserve to win anymore. There's no reason to get upset about that. But he should have at least had a top five finish. So that's a really decided. We have to see what happened on that restart. Friesen bounces back. He took tires here. He benefits just like these other guys, but ultimately gets to about where he deserved to finish. Let me look at the finishes. All right, that'll do it. Um, if you want to look, I don't want a little winded. I don't need to go into Nashville from last year. If you do want to go through the Nashville race, it's in the Fantasy NASCAR spreadsheet. You've got all the data here. You can look. I need to recalculate that. That can't be right. Yeah. Let me fix that one. Hey, and bam, while we're here, you can watch me work in the spreadsheet. How do you like doing that? Remember, raceforthepries.com. If you would like to have access to the data that I'm fixing right now, it's got errors in it. I don't want to use that spreadsheet. You don't have to. It's okay. You can still give us money and not use the spreadsheet as well. You're supporting Brandon Cruz. You're supporting myself. There it is. 76% of laps inside the top five, more than Kyle Busch. Although a little less out of top 10, but you know that could always be pit cycling or whatever, you know, pit stall. Uh, ben Rhodes running up there actually runs second most in top five. Infinger with the most. You've got to be excited about Infinger, given that he ran well here last season. Did he win at Richmond in 2020? I can't even remember. Uh, it might have been him. I think it was a Thorsport truck. I want to say it's Matt Crafton that won. Actually, I think it might have been him. We'll look that up real quick. You can look at the lap by lap and look at all that stuff. Well, here, let me look. 2021, we know that was a Nemechek season. 2020, yeah, it was in figure. So, man, after just going on that whole thing about Grant Infinger at IRP, or Lucas Oil Raceway Park, Grant Infinger's at the top of my list. Yeah, I'm going to like some Ben Rose. I mean, look, this is all Thor Sport. Now, Infinger's no longer with Thor Sport, but it seems like his move to GMS full-time this season is at the very least a lateral, if not a upward step. I mean, it's definitely a forward step compared to what he was doing in 2021 where he was jumping around teams. He's a talented driver. 
Shruck looks good to me. We just saw him win IRP. I think he checks all the boxes. Finn Rhodes, yeah. Uh, we could see Matt Crafton come to life. Matt Crafton has some previous experience at Richmond, although it's a long time ago. He did run well in that Richmond. Still got junior joint. No, no, I think he got new crew chief, so that might not work out too well for him. We'll see. Got to worry a little bit about Crafton, given that he's not really running that well this season, and he did not run very well at IRP. These other guys, I'm not, you know, Chandler Smith didn't really run that well, but KBM was not that dominant without practice in the COVID era. They just weren't. So Zane Smith here with the GMS truck. David Reagan probably with a David Gilliland truck. I'm sure that his experience helped him out at Austin Hill. For Hattori, that would be Tyler Ankrum this season. Moffitt would have been a GMS truck that year. Um, Friesen. 2020 was a rough season for them, remember? They had just shifted to Toyota and we're trying to deal with all the different parts, and then COVID hit. That was a challenging year. We have definitely seen Stuart Friesen get back to the form that he was in in 2019 when he was racing with, I believe, Ford, or was it Chevy? Maybe Chevy. And where you know he won that phenomenal race at Phoenix and just couldn't get the job done at Homestead. That had a really good year in 2019. 2020 was a struggle. 2021 was a rebuild. And now we're starting to see Friesen back on top. I think I've covered it all. Have I covered it all? I've covered it all. Thanks for joining me here at the Fancy NASCAR Podcast. Like the videos. Subscribe to the videos. Share the videos. Let me pull up last year's race just so you can see that one real quick. Yeah, Kyle Busch Motorsports ran pretty well here. But uh, 16500 And they'll be fine, right? Kyle Sports. They didn't get the result that we wanted at IRP, but stage one, you're watching the two fastest cars, which are John Hunter Nemechek and Chandler Smith, tail to bumper, running all stage one. It just didn't work out for them. They were fast. They'll be fast again. They're right there. Raceforthepriz.com, top right corner. See that red box with the helmet? It's Brandon Cruz DFS. Click it. That'll take you to patreon.com slash BrandonCruzDFS. And if you would be so kind to contribute, then we will be so kind to share all of this data with you. If you can't do it, I completely understand. These are hard times. And hopefully Sunday you get back on top. And when you are in a more comfortable situation, maybe you can help me out and I can get into a comfortable situation. But till then, when you're comfortable, then maybe I'll get comfortable and everything will work out. RaceForPrize.com. Like, subscribe, share the videos. Hope I'll help you out. Hope that you're bearing with me during these dungeon series. Eventually, we'll get back to the regular recordings. And once again, I don't want to apologize to Michael Waltrip. Rock and roll, Mountain Troll.